Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. Just me at the top of the show to say, all right. So the power went off at the 50-minute mark of this. I lost the uh, Zoom recording of it. I've patched it together. There are... You know what? It's it's patchy, is what I'm saying. Uh, so you'll hear it. It's I'm I'm giving you content, is what I'm doing. So uh, it's it's still very funny, uh, and uh, hopefully you enjoy it. And uh, the the four guests were great. Uh, so, but it was just a a fucking nightmare. Anyway, uh, before we go into the episode, a uh, few gigs. I'm doing the birthday shows in Melbourne, August seven, August eight at Comedy Republic, four thirty. Great lineups. I'm so excited uh, to be doing these shows. Finally doing them after like postponement after postponement. Also, I'm doing uh, my family show, my kids show, Humankind, on August 7th as well. If you've got kids aged between like four and eight, bring them along. Nine and ten will also like it, but I reckon five, six, seven, that's that's the sweet spot, okay? They're, they'll really enjoy this show. So bring them along. It's 1.30 at Comedy Republic. All details for these shows are at joshhurl.com.au. Also, Adelaide, I'm coming over. It's been such a long time since I've done uh, shows in Adelaide. I'm doing the Rhino Room two nights in a row, uh, August 13, August 14. Uh, August 14 is with Ben Lomas. We're doing apparently August uh, 13. I'm headlining the Rhino Room. So come along if you're in Adelaide. I love Adelaide. My brother lives there, and I'm very excited to be going over there. Brisbane, I'm very sorry. We had to postpone, but we are... um, I'm not sure if it's confirmed yet, but uh, later in the year we'll be up there uh, with uh, one, one big show. Uh, as opposed to the two, so that uh, keep keep on keep hold of your tickets. All details joshl.com.au. Also, if you want to help out the podcast, keep the lights on, become a Patreon subscriber. Brand uh, new episodes of Top Five going out every single week. Head over to patreon.com/dykwia. Five bucks a month gives you weekly extra podcasts, plus a whole bunch of like uh, other stuff that I put up uh, when I have it. So that's all I need to say. Enjoy this episode. What a what a shit fight, and um yeah, podcasting hey, lockdowns ain't fun. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week I discovered. My porn acting namesake has released another video. This one, under the keywords, if you want to search it, keywords, mature black anal room. Now, I didn't click the link, but fingers crossed it is a porn parody of The Room, the Tommy Wasu film The Room. I would love that. They're tearing me apart. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hey. Who are those voices? This is your first time. What I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest shares her name with a Melbourne personal trainer. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Danielle Walker. Hello. Hey, Danielle. How you doing? Yeah, good. You were just um, telling us off, off, off mic. You were saying that you've uh, bought a sander. That's how you're feeling your days in lockdown. Yep. I bought a sander and I also bought one of those electric nail files as well, um, which is a different type of sander. And I'm on, on anxiety medication. So actually the lockdown's really great. The for next me. thing you're gonna do is you're gonna get one of those uh, foot sanding ones that like the you can just take a whole thing of your like oh, whole, whole yeah. chunk of your layer of your skin off your heels. My mum has one of them and she'll just do it in the living room where all, and all the dust will just fly off. When uh, when my brother, my younger brother was like seven, my grandma got him to do her feet. And he did it. And then when we were around, she said, oh, Brenton, do you want to come and do it again for me? And he hadn't told us he was doing it. And he was like, no, and got all embarrassed. And we made it lots of fun of him because he would <laughs> sand his grandmother's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brenton. He's now a doctor. He's fine. Hey, our next guest is a first timer to the podcast. He shares his name with the songwriter of such classics as Rainbow Connection 
and we've only just begun. Can you please welcome comedian, musician, and New Zealand taskmaster? It is Paul Williams. Yay! Hello, hey, Paul. Th- thanks for having me. How you doing? Yeah, I'm really, really good. Thank ha- you. How are you? Has this guy Paul Williams? Because you also write songs. You have an album. You have two albums. Surf music is your most recent album. Uh, Correct. When you type in your name on Spotify, this other guy comes up as well. Is that something that annoys you? Yeah, I. It's definitely. It's. I. I don't get annoyed, but I just. Well, annoyed at myself maybe for not changing it, but I. I can't blame no, him because he. Your name. He obviously had it first. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, I could have jazzed it up a bit. No, well, Paul Jazz Williams. Yeah, maybe. Because I always thought that, Paul you know, jazz. the singer Ron Sexsmith? I think yes. his name's actually just Ron Smith, and he tried to add a bit of yeah. stuff to it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, our next guest, <laughs> also joining us, is a man who shares his name with a South African golfer who at one stage was ranked 14th in the world. Can you please welcome back to the pod? It's Tim Clark. Thank you, thank you. Returning guest, love to be here, Josh. Thank you. My uh, porn search terms are granny and feet, so this has been already a great podcast for me. I knew that I had a feeling that you are going to do the name thing again, Josh, so I, I took you on a system. My hands have been free, have been riding. Before the yep. podcast, I wrote down my guess of the nationality and job of the other Tim Clark, and I predicted Canadian accountants. Oh, no, South African no. golfer. South African golfer. Close. I, I was good. I was right. Yes. Yeah. No one. Yep. And finally, is a comedian who shares their name with a Colorado book coach. Can you please welcome back to the pod? It's Aaron Michelle. Yay. Ooh. What's a book coach? I guess it's just someone who says, "Have you got those pages for me yet?" Well, hurry up. Oh, yeah. I'd like. Oh. I'd like one of those. I'd also like to be one of those. Drop and I... give me twenty pages. Yeah. Of pros. Yeah, that'd be fun. If you finish a book, they tip a whole gallon of Gatorade over you as well. Perfect. (laughs) Ruins the book. All right. Our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. In this round, I'll read out status updates by the four of you. And if you think you know who wrote these tweets, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right. If you get it wrong, the person actually wrote the tweet, they get the point. So you can't lose points. Don't worry. Can't buzz in for your own ones. Here we go. Question one. Guy who misread the hot dog eating competition as hot dog eating out competition. God, everyone else sucks at this. Aaron. Yes, Aaron. Tim Clark. That is Tim Clark. Yes, a point there for Aaron. Yes. <laughs> a lot of a lot of mine involve uh, brackets at the start and then a description of a guy who's never existed and then <laughs> just something that they would say. And I thought, well, this is safe. Josh wouldn't be able to read this one out in, in the podcast. <laughs> listeners, listeners, know I love doing a small play. Yeah, it's very theatrical. Do you think about Josh before every tweet you do, Tim? <laughs> Absolutely. Every you, Instagram Danielle? post. I've had Jess Perkins says she does. Every does time she? she? Every time she tweets something, she's like, oh, I don't want this to be read out on a podcast. I would love the confidence in myself to have to worry about that. Mm. Josh will I, definitely have me back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was definitely considering late yesterday tweeting just, my name is Josh Earl, please do not subscribe to my Patreon. It is a <laughs> sham. I, I post nothing of value. Please don't. Also, I hate basketball. <laughs> I, I, I feel I'm getting worse in my basketball fandom. Like, I'm moving away from football because I live in the same country as AFL players and they're all younger than me. And mm. even though NBA players are all younger than me, at least they're removed in that they live in another country. It seems more exotic to me. Yeah, I understand this. Paul, do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? You're a big yeah. basketball fan. Um, well, kind of. There's a lot of basketball players in Australia. The Australian NBL. Yeah, we, no, no one really you, follows that. No, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Go, 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 United. But that's about no, no. Go, go the Jack Jumpers. They're the new Tasmanian team. Oh wow! What's a Jack Jumper? Jack jumper is like a little insect that uh, in Tassie, they're like, I don't know, I don't know if they're called something. Uh, they might be called blue bottles somewhere else, but they're like just a little, like a grasshopper kind of thing that can bite you. Oh, like a toe biter. Ma- maybe that's what they call them, Townsville. I don't know. Interesting. All right, moving on. Question two: Dick moved by Dumbledore to announce Slytherin as the champs, only to instantly take it away. You've got to add all the points before announcing it. Ten. Yes, Tim. Paul? Yes, you are correct. A point there for Tim. Ah, uh, I'm really scared about what I've tweeted. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, Paul. You, I'm, I got embarrassed by the first one. 
<laughs> as in like as in the, Tim's one. The hot dog eating competition. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Paul. Same boat, brother. No. Very embarrassed about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I meant mine. I meant mine. Uh. But okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tim. I liked your one. I liked you, your one. You, were you big big Harry Potter fan, Paul? Big Harry Potter fan, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the end of that Aaron, sentence. you a big Harry Potter fan? Yeah, I, I liked it a lot as a kid, but I was already a big reader, so it wasn't like that special. But I, as a, in my 20s, I went to like a Harry Potter-themed trivia night, and I really like trivia, and I like getting stuff right, and I like knowing information and so when we just sort of did middling like we just sort of got a median score I felt this like grand this like wave of shame that and I was just like oh my god I've forgotten so many details I've got to study up and I was like oh hold on (laughs) you're 26 you never need to know any more about Harry Potter than you know right now just let it just let it decline let it fade let it go uh you You need a book code (laughs) yeah (laughs) I could have done one just recently, my boyfriend's mum sent me a Harry Potter trivia book so that oh. I can learn more about Harry Potter and quiz myself. Where so, was that seven years ago? I guess probably in the same op shop um, <laughs> she yeah. got it from. Did we talk last time, Danielle? Was it you who like pr- was obsessed with Harry Potter? When I Maybe. When I was a child, I was yeah. obsessed with Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, yes. didn't, I didn't think in the last couple of years. I thought, yeah, as a child. I mean, I still, we did buy the Diagon Alley set recently of Lego nice. um, and we have been building that. Um, we just, we got that as an anniversary um, activity to do. Nice. <laughs> Romantic. Danielle, I'd like to imagine your partner and you are like in the Lego shop looking at like a big, pristine 2000 piece Hogwarts castle and just thinking, six years though, it's not around, it's not a... <laughs> It's not five, it's not ten, it's not one of the major ones. Diagon Alley, all right. (laughs) Well, we did... Okay, one of the reasons we got the Lego set, we love doing Lego together because we're the perfect people to do Lego together because I like doing the building and Mm. Jono likes doing the finding. Like, he'll find all the pieces. Ah, that's the worst. That that is the worst job. That's that's lucky you found someone like that. Exactly. I just get to do all the fun bits. Question three. I like to pretend I'm squeezing a fart out like my butt is a tube of nearly empty toothpaste. Erin? <laughs> yes, Erin. Danielle? Yes, it was Danielle. Yes. <laughs> when did I tweet that? <laughs> Are you embarrassed about that one, Paul? Yeah. Was that one? <laughs> no, no, I'm not I'm not embarrassed by that one. That one's that one's fine. Erin yeah. correctly guessing that was Danielle is what we in this game like to call a slam dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a lot of <laughs> fart things. I think because when I have my gallbladder taken out, lots of uh, fart stuff happened after the surgery. Uh, that makes lots of yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, speak authentic. That's authenticity in comedy. That's speaking <laughs> your truth. Speaking from life. <laughs> Question well, four. Yeah. Why are they always bringing out new iPhones? Just make the best version next time and stick with it. Paul. Yes, Paul. Uh, I'm going to play the odds. I'm going to go Erin. You are correct. Yes, it was. It was yes. Paul's yeah. on the board. Yeah. Um, I just assumed he'd do one each. And, um... <laughs> you know what? I, I never do that. And I thought I'll do that oh, this wow. time because I know that well, Tim's, Tim and Danielle have been on quite a lot. So I thought I, I'll try and stump them by doing it. Okay. But, as, as a but I was too stupid to be tricked. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, you've, you've played the game perfectly. Sometimes I do think, Josh, I've got to tweet more. Because I never tweet and then I'm like, oh, Josh won't have anything to, to do for the podcast. This is what I'm saying. I do saying. think about that sometimes. At Jack, give me some money. I'm getting people to tweet for you. <laughs> make make this a t- show just for Twitter. I'll, I'll, I'll take your money, Jack. Come on. All right. <laughs> Question five. A guy I know used to brag about how his mattress was Megan Washington's old mattress. And I think that's such a weird brag for saying you have an old mattress. Tim? Yes, Tim. Danielle? Yes, you are correct. A point there for Tim. Do you remember, do you know that who I'm talking about, Tim? No. Uh, do we okay. want to say and then ask Josh to blank it out later? Maybe. Will you blanket it out yeah, later? Yeah, I can blank it out, yep. It- oh, who's, okay. Whose mattress did he have? Me- Megan, Megan Washington. Washington? What? 
Yeah, I don't know if it's true. He just used to brag about it. Yeah, it that's very now that I know who it is, and <laughs> that's yeah, that sounds just like a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Question six. I just googled badminton rules, and the top result was no, it doesn't. Tim. Danny. Yes, Tim. Paul. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> How did you figure that one out? Uh, no, and I hate that your name on the Zoom is Mr. Podcasts. I just <laughs> noticed. <laughs> a while, but uh, all great art does. Question number six. <laughs> You're not Dr. Podcasts? Yeah. You could no, have like, given Podcast, yourself I, any... I, I used Dr. Podcasts last time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to to retroactively he, rebuild your joke. And the board of medicine took it off him because <laughs> uh, they say laughter is the best medicine, and he was providing none. No, that's <laughs> not true. All right, question seven: Comedy gigs should have a judge sing at the back, so if you start bombing, they can bang their gavel and go, "I'll allow it, but you best be going somewhere with this counselor." Danielle. Yes, Danielle. Tim. Yes, it's Tim. Point He's Danielle. the only person I know who would use the word gavel on Twitter. <laughs> Gavel's funny. Or <laughs> that you don't just let the audience tell you <laughs> how you're doing. Yeah. Well, in, in this they're scenario, not enough for you. In this scenario, the audience are like the uh, the prosecution, and they're going too okay. far in the cross examination <laughs> of the witness, i.e., me on stage doing bad new. And then the judge is up the back, just like, "You better be going somewhere with this unorthodox. You better be going somewhere with this counselor." Is that how it normally feels to you going on stage? Absolutely. <laughs> Being judged by my peers? Yes. That's you feel not... just inherently feel like you're doing something wrong just because yeah. you're there. I don't feel like court because in the court you're judged by at least 12 people and the gigs I'm doing not reaching 12. <laughs> you know, I've been 12 people in there. All right. Question eight. When I was 18, my acting teacher said it's more important to be nice than to be naturally talented because you can develop skills, but no one wants to work with a dickhead. She was an amazing actor, said it with a completely straight face, had me convinced there for a while. Danielle. Paul. Dan- yes, da- yes, Danielle. Oh, <laughs> Aaron. You are correct, yes. Right there, Paul, I was going to say Paul. But Damn. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have buzzed in. Because we have. So, Aaron, did you go to acting school? Um, I just like private, like after school. Like it was my hobby. Because Paul, um, Paul studied at uni. He studied acting. Oh, which uni? Uh, well, it's hardly a uni, but it was called Fitiadea in in Wellington in New Zealand. Uh, give uh, good for you, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Yeah. Natural acting it? talent of Aaron coming through on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, hey, you do you, man. That's cool. That's sick. I, I do you want to? What are you doing? How many years was it, Paul? Because I also did. I did three years at at a theatre school in in Tasmania. Yeah, it was three years as well. Did you have to do your um, own, devise your own production or play at the end of it? I did like, so I was studying musical theatre and by the end I, I really didn't like musical theatre. And um, so I made like a, I kind of found a loophole and I did a, I made a short film, a really bad short film. Um, but everyone else did like little 30 minute musicals or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember first year, the first thing we had to do was stand up comedy. That was the first thing. And I thought, oh, this wow. this is great. And I did that and I did really well. And then for the rest of the time I was there, didn't do as well as that first one. And But I still remember <laughs> my first joke. My first joke ever, which was five years before I actually did comedy, was I told my dad I'm going to do this. I said, I'm really nervous. He says, don't worry about it, son. Just remember, you used to live in my balls. And that was my opening joke, the first time I did comedy. And I reckon for about two years after that. <laughs> Can you imagine that I still do comedy, even though that was my opening joke? So, did their just normal, like dramatic, ac- dramatic acting teacher go like, "Oh yeah, I can do stand up. That's easy. I'll teach these children." Pretty much. Or did they bring? Wow. No, they didn't bring anyone in, and it was all about just talk about yourself. They just wanted to know about us and make sure we were comfortable as ourselves on stage. Was I there think. a lot of? Was there a lot of? Uh... Going to school for acting is a lot like having sex for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just There's move a panel Mr. of judges in the back. <laughs> yeah. I'll just move Mr. Smith out of the way and let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, question nine. A few days ago, I thought my friend's dog was eating a seed pod, and I didn't know it could eat it, so I pulled it out of its mouth. That's when I realized he'd been eating dog shit, and I was now holding a dog shit in my bare hands. Aaron. Yes, Aaron. Danielle? You are correct. It was Danielle. It was horrible. Danielle, I just know you're not scared of nature. Yeah, but I, I'm i not scared of seed pods. I wouldn't pick up a dog shit if I thought it was a dog shit. You know, that, that kind of energy and, and loud behaviour definitely sounds like someone who's afraid of seed pods. <laughs> sounds like a little baby who doesn't like seed pods. I need to stop taking stuff out of dogs' mouths because um, one time I pulled a bird out of a dog's mouth and then because I thought the dog was going to get a disease from eating the bird... So I pulled the bird out of the dog's mouth. It was like a curlew. They're pretty big and they like make haunting noises. Mm. Um, and Stone then it curly. turned out it was alive. And then it just started like <laughs> and flapping its wings and it jumped down on my arms. They're quite a big bird too for a bird. Mm-hmm. Long legs. But that's yeah. good. Did you, did They're very want, elegant. Didn't you want it to be alive? You didn't want a dead bird. Well, yeah, but if it was alive, I would have just taken it out of the dog's mouth and like carried the dog away. Oh, okay, so you were... And not sort of, like, held the bird probably in a way that would have, like, hurt the bird um, because I thought it was a dead bird. (laughs) Hurt the bird more than being in the mouth of a dog? Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I probably... If I had known it was alive, like I said, I wouldn't have held the bird. I would (laughs) have pried the dog's mouth open and then pulled the dog back. See, that's just a little information about what I would have done had I had all the information. The bird had a bad day. And our final question, our final question for this round. I always wanted to be a hairdresser. As a child, I would pretend my microphone was a hairbrush. Danielle. Yes, Danielle. Oh, I thought that was going to be Tim. That sounds very Tim, but it's not Tim because he buzzed in. Who are you going to say then? Aaron. No, that was Paul. Point there Ah. for Paul. Very good stuff. I chose that because I also thought people will think it was Tim. When, when I wrote it, I wrote it uh, in the voice of, of Tim, yes. intentionally <laughs> preempting me coming on this podcast. Yeah, Josh didn't read out the full tweet <laughs> at, at the start of this brackets, Tim Clark voice, close brackets. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of that round, the scores are Danielle, you're on two points. Paul, you're on two points. Tim, you're on three points. Also on three points, it's Aaron. It's very close. Anyone's right. game. That's I'm going to rename my name to anyone. <laughs> Mr. Anyone. Now, this round is called We Are Family. Now, it wouldn't be an episode of Don't You Know Who I Am with Danielle as a guest if we didn't hear about her family. And today, we're talking about the last time Danielle went back home to Townsville. Now, during this time, she went to a pop's house, but what words of advice did Danielle's grandfather angrily shout to Danielle's cousin? Was it A, her grandfather wanted to play his harmonica, so Danielle's cousin went and got it for him. When he came back with it, he had taken the harmonica out of its case to hand it to the old man when Danielle's pop yelled out, you do not touch another man's harmonica. That's A. B. Her cousin was waiting outside and he just sat down on the footpath. When her grandfather saw him, he yelled out, don't sit in the gutter, boy. Gutters are for wastewater and sewage and you, young man, are neither. Or was it C. Her cousin declined a can of Coke and opted to have a water. Danielle's pop then started ranting, water rusts your pipes and Coke cleans coins. If you want rusty pipes, go for it. But my guts are as clean as a whistle. Now, one of these are true. You can ask Danielle as many questions as you want, but bear in mind, she wants you to get this wrong, so she gets your point. You don't have to answer together. You can answer individually. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. I like how thematically two out of three of those uh, results still involved a Walker family member trying to get something out of the mouth of someone else. (laughs) Either harmonica or a Coke. (laughs) Maybe they were drinking sewer water in the second one. Who knows? But um, so, so your uh, your pop who had the harmonica, I believe. What, what kind of special case was it in? It was just in like a little sheath. I didn't see the case because um he'd taken it out of the case. Right, right, right. With the coke, the coke um one. Whereabouts did that happen? Was that a restaurant? No, that was that was at home. Um, my granddad. He drinks a lot of things that aren't water. So, like, beer, um, Coke, and every morning he has a drink of this, like, whiskey that he's fermented bird's eye chili in, um, 
that he thinks is like an elixir for life. But Coke is similar. He so, thinks so he, that... he starts the morning with a whiskey. Yeah, and then he goes and operates heavy machinery. <laughs> this checks got... out. Yeah. <laughs> Strange for him to be aggressive about that. But I very strongly believe that it's A because um, while you were reading it out, Josh, I was getting upset as I was living it through the POV as your granddad and I was intuitively getting upset that he touched my harmonica. Do you, so, do you play an instrument, Erin? No, I, I played violin as a kid, um, but I just, I feel like it's, a, I also had, I had a ocarina and from the market and I feel like if, if someone else had touched the holes of my ocarina where my spit goes from breathing, I would have been horrified. That's true. You ever seen a kid clean out their recorder? Yeah. Mm. One of those real spitty kids? Disgusting. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I have a Google alert for the, uh, the porno, Josh Earl. He's just come out with a new film, uh, Holes of My Ocarina. Check this one out. <laughs> oh, it's tagged with extra spit. <laughs> My only thoughts on the harmonica one is, is I've never been to Townsville. So I might be completely off, but I imagine it being like when you say Townsville, I picture like a, a old wooden house, like in the in the outback, and um, I don't know where Townsville is, by the way. But and I picture <laughs> an old man phone. sitting on the veranda playing a harmonica. So to me, it's like it seems too too cliche, kind of Townsville. It's, yeah, it's, well, um, northern, they don't they don't Queensland live in a wooden house; they live in a shed. Um, okay. It's like, a shed. Well, it's like it looks like a shed from the outside, but then it's a house on the inside. You know, so Has nobody it? knows mm. that you actually have a house in there. Nobody's going to come try and steal your guns or something. It does Has sound... it got all that like cyclone reinforcement on the window shutters and stuff? I don't think this one does. I, I think it's just <laughs> corrugated iron. That you, oh it's no! It's got like a little thing that you'd like. Uh, I don't know, some sort of hinge with wood that you lean on the side and then you just shut and open the windows. I I agree with Paul that that the first one does sound like a a parody of someone from from far north Queensland, but knowing what I know about Danielle's family, (laughs) that your family just sounds like an offensive stereotype someone made up about Queensland. (laughs) There's so many crazy (laughs) stories, three of which we're hearing right now. Yeah. Uh, and the second, so, so the second one, your cousin was trying to sit in the gutter, and then your pop was like, "No, no walkers yeah. sit. We walk on our two legs." Yes, <laughs> you're not allowed to sit down in the gutter. Granddad's not fond of sitting anyway. He's more. We got our surname. <laughs> what's uh, what's the couch situation like in the house? Do they have a com- comfy couch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a comfy couch. They've got um, a ca- a long three seater couch, and then two recliners. My mum, this is, so my parents love to lounge. They love it. They have the recliner. My mum just told me she bought a new couch. It's an electric couch. You plug it in. It's got a recliner and everything like that. Oh. I don't know what you need to plug it in for, but she had to rearrange her lounge room because didn't ha- she didn't want a, like extension cord running through the lounge room. Does it heat or something? I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe it heats. Maybe it's got a drinks cooler in it. I don't know. Like, but... My in-laws, they're they're very different. They don't like to lounge. They never, they never. When you go and stay there, they're always doing something. They're always like cleaning out cupboards or doing something in the garden. Or and their couch has wooden arms on it, so you can't actually lounge on it at all. And I was like one of those Danish ones. Yeah, and I said to my, I said that is the difference between our families. Like we we very happy to sit down and relax, and your families are up and about, and that's. Because they didn't even think that that's a, a weird thing to not be able to lie down on a couch. I'm like, no. Sounds like your two families would be great at making a Lego set together. Yes, <laughs> it really is the Montagues and the Capulets. All right, what, what do people think? A, B, or C? I'll start with you, Erin. What do you think? Um, any of them could be true, but I'm going A to You're go with my gut. A, the harmonica. Okay, and Paul, what do you think? I'm going with my gut as well. It was I can't even really remember what he said, but it's about coke. Yep. See cleaning coins. Yeah. See. Yep. And Tim. I'm going to go with C as well. I reckon it's the coke one. The correct answer was A, the harmonica. So a point there for Aaron. Two points for Danielle. <laughs> Thank you, Granddad. Uh, it was funny. We were up and he, we were having a campfire, and my cousin asked if Granddad would play the harmonica. 
and granddad said go get it for me then and he came out and it was out of its sheath and then granddad just started screaming you never touch another man's harmonica and then i started laughing and then my cousin turned to me and went you laugh at everything oh (laughs) i'm trying to turn it into you but i also i imagine i don't know if your granddad was did he go to war daniel no, he's only 70. Oh, okay. Because um, there's also the logic of, like, men of that generation might have had a harmonica with them if they were, like, deployed and it might be, like, oh. upsetting. No, Grandad can't play it. <laughs> he just <laughs> has it. He just yeah, likes he just, to hold it. <laughs> he just randomly blows into it. <laughs> it, has, it has three uh, bullets lodged in it that saved him during <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> Well, you were telling me he only blows out as well. He doesn't breathe in. Doesn't realise there's a whole bunch of <laughs> Yeah, he just sort of goes... <laughs> <laughs> it might have been a COVID thing. He didn't want people to touch it. Oh, yeah, once... Because uh, also once he, he touched it, because he's deaf, he didn't know that um, Ryan, the cousin, had also blown in it because he didn't hear that. And then Jack, the other, the other cousin, he dobbed on him and said... He also blew in at Grandad, and then Grandad said, "Take it back! I'm not playing it tonight. I've got to get the disinfectant out and clean it with the disinfectant." And his disinfectant is this stuff called Swipol, which is a hospital grade disinfectant that he says you can drink and it will cure anything. It wasn't the whiskey with the chili in it. That would kill. That would kill the germs as well. I would hope so, but it, I had to put some Swipol in my mouth while I was there because he said um, I had a toothache and. Um, that's before I got my wisdom teeth out. And, yeah, I had to swallow some poison to put my granddad at ease. He knocked sure the you... Coke out of your cousin's hand and was like, we don't drink Coke, we drink disinfectant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm sure you were all gutted that you missed out on him playing the harmonica. Like, it, th- it seems like he was he was uh, saying that like it was a real punishment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Another blow to the arts community during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at the end of that round, the scores are Paul, you're on two points. Tim, you're on three points. Danielle, you're on four points. Also on four points, Erin. Hey, everyone. Just going to stop the podcast there for a brief moment to let you know that Comedy Republic's Replay Festival is a new festival of encores, bringing back some of the best comedy shows of 2021 and before. There'll be two live recordings of Don't You Know Who I Am, August 7th, August 8th, 4.30. Make sure you get your tickets. There's still plenty of tickets left for the Sunday show. Saturday show, very close to selling out. Plus, there are other comedians doing great shows that they've done in previous festivals. People like Greg Larson, Daniel Connell, Sammy Shah, Michael Schaefer. The list goes on. All of them have been on the podcast before. Go and see their shows. Replays on in Melbourne at Comedy Republic from the 22nd of July to the 14th of August. Grab your tickets from comedyrepublic.com.au. Back to the program. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. Now, in this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. If you think it's true, you'll say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you'll say nah. Ask them as many questions as you can. Try and get the answer out of them. Bear in mind, they want you to get it wrong, so they get your point. So, to Danielle. Now, when Paul was 10 years old, his family went to Disney World in Orlando, Florida. At Disney World, they would play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And Paul, at age 10, not being from America, was the fastest person in the audience to order four American holidays. He then got chosen to be a contestant where he bombed every question because Paul was only 10. Yeah or nah? This uh, seems too elaborate (laughs) for you to make up. Unless, Unless he got all the questions right and you just changed it to be wrong. Well, you can ask Paul questions and see. Um... What were the questions, Paul? I don't remember. I don't remember. I was ten. So how did the um, game work? Who wants to be a millionaire? But with you, ordering holidays. Uh yeah. So they to find whoever came, whoever got the chance to answer the questions, you had to answer a question of ordering holidays. Oh. In in order of where they are in a calendar year? Yes. Oh, right. Uh, like New Year's, St. Patrick's, 
you know, the two big ones, the drinking holidays. I go to immediately. Can you do it now? Can you order, say them in order? Okay, we'll we'll give you some. Okay, so we've got uh, New Year's Eve, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and uh, 4th of July. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what was the third one you said? Uh, New Year's Eve, Christmas, Thanksgiving, 4th of July. I'll go 4th of July... Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve. Oh, Paul Williams, come on down. You you get to play. Who wants to be a millionaire? (laughs) He's done it. Paul Williams proving he's as smart as he was at 10 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, uh, I'm going to go with true. Danielle, you are correct. That is a true story. Yeah, point there for Danielle. Yes. Yeah, you couldn't have made that up. I could make that up. What are you talking about? I can can make up lots of stuff. I make up stuff on this show every week. I'd I'd also like to say... Included the way the game works and stuff. <laughs> I made up your pop saying Coke is cleans, cleans coins. That's, that's it does, right. though. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Paul, I cut you off. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'd just like to say that I didn't submit that as my best story. I submitted that as a story that my dad always tells like it's the best story. <laughs> you even said it's a very bland story. But I, yes. I like it. I think it's a good story. I think your dad well, knows what it, he's going the about. Tr- the truth was I had like a, you had like everyone in the crowd. So it was like a big crowd and everyone had like A, B, C, D. And it was like order these American um, specific holidays. Um, so it was actually harder than the one I just answered. But I just random, I just randomly went like D, B, C, A or whatever and nailed it. Um, but my dad, oh, I mean, my dad loves that, telling that and it's it's not a great story. So apologies to to everyone so for when he- <laughs> apology accepted yeah well, how'd you manage to remember when <laughs> july 4th is yeah. <laughs> when uh when you're up there in front of everyone though who was the other adults there you're competing against no no i, I no it was just me and like the uh, like i i've never really seen who wants to be a millionaire but i was like on the seat and then there was a host uh, yep. and um yeah i really struggled i think i burned through like my 50 50 and my ask call a friend and stuff i could have won a disney cruise like uh, um it wasn't for actual money but i could have won like a cruise but um no i sucked doing 50 50 for four holidays is <laughs> a great move which comes first new year's day or july 4th who knows <laughs> All right, so this one, to Paul now. Now, at work, Tim had to hear a presentation about cumulative spending when the guy giving the presentation had two graphs, one labelled come budget and the other come forecast. Tim was doing great holding it together, but after 10 minutes, the CEO of the company asked the guy if he could do something about the come labelling, yeah or nah. So true or false? True or false? Asking questions like he can answer. <laughs> okay. Um, Sorry, I thought Paul was you... asking that to me as his first question. <laughs> um. So first question, Tim. Yes. Is this a true or false kind of situation? Uh, true. This is a true or false question. Okay. Um. Where were you working at the time? Uh, where I am currently, a, a government-based job that I don't want to get too into because I'm using their equipment to record right now. Thanks. Okay. Government. I'm not. I don't want to say the the word, but what did those letters stand for? Uh, cumulative. So it was like uh, whatever. Oh, whatever okay. Yeah. yeah, I get you. So it was in it the was financial a, yeah. year. The financial manager giving a presentation on cumulative spending, cumulative budgeting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, with whatever yeah. program they're using, shortened the word cumulative to just the first three letters. I get which you. is come for those playing at home. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So yeah, come budget, come forecast, come expenditure. I mean, I, I'm ready to go with my answer. I think this is this is surely true. Paul, you are correct. That is a true story. Put there for Paul. Yes. Yes, yes. Ten minutes we went by. No one in the meeting talks about it. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of glances around the screen. Just like, are we all seeing this? <laughs> we all... Surely this, this graph isn't about come forecasts. <laughs> 2021, 2022, come forecasts. Why up? <laughs> You're giving me like PTSD to when I was like, maybe 2011, I used to make like YouTube music videos where I was uh, basically uh, rapping and uh, this like super fan in Germany made me like a montage, a photo montage. And she tried to write uh, best rapper ever, but she um, (laughs) was missing one of the P's. So... (laughs) 
Um, no. Yeah, no. real bad thing to get tagged on in Facebook. We but, had, um, I had a similar thing when I was teaching in a school in Melbourne here. And we had a lot of uh, people who English second language and would try to get them to write stuff. And one boy wrote a poem. And it was the first thing he'd done all year. And he also misspelt rap. But it was like, he wanted to say, when I'm home with my brothers, we rap and we rap and we rap all day. And I had to go, oh, can, what's, what's this one? Uh, just, and he, I got him to say it. And I'm like, yeah, great. All right, I'm just going to rub this out, these E's out. You don't need that. And then, yeah, it was quite the, no. quite, really, the, quite the, the time. The one time you want to be confused for the other Paul Williams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I wrote the Kermit song. <laughs> a point there for Paul. Now, to Tim. Now, when Aaron was a child, one Sunday morning, as they were getting ready for church, Aaron and their sister squirted out all the toothpaste from every tube they could find and then ran around the floor and slid on it. When they were caught, their parents were furious, but the next day, the parents found the funny side and got Aaron to kneel down in the toothpaste for a funny photo. By now, though, all the toothpaste had gone rock hard and spiky and was very, very painful. Many years later, Aaron can look back on it now and think it is a just punishment. Yeah or nah? Wow. Uh, well, first question, what, what church was it? Um, it, I won't say the actual name, the but they are, yeah, it was an, oh, the, um, the fear that automatically just washed through my body is like testament to like, I don't feel good about, I don't feel good about this part of yeah. my life. Um, but it was fear. a Pente- Pentecostal evangelical church of not, uh, not of the same brand as Hillsong, but that kind of denomination. Okay, and I'm, I'm guessing that you were a big religious family and had to go there quite regularly? Uh, yeah, like weekly. Um, we were like real into it. <laughs> we, we were just like, let's come back. Let's come back next Sunday. Let's do that again next Sunday. What are you doing next weekend? Let's keep doing this. <laughs> I gotta I got say, that acting teacher was correct because I cannot tell if this is true fear or stalling for time. <laughs> <laughs> the, the denomination of church. Oh, God, it was, oh, don't get me started. It was <laughs> out of all the, all the religions that I can think of right now. Boy, may, that's not a clue for which one it was. Um, the old one. I'm, not, I'm not scared of improvising. <laughs> I'm scared of God. Well, it must be nice. Oh. <laughs> You've got your fears, I've got mine. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, the question that everyone is thinking, why did they not clean up the toothpaste that day? Why did they wait overnight and then... Because we were on our way to church. We mm. were like, this wasn't after church, we were already like in all of our dresses, mm. like fancy dresses and stuff, and they had to, we had to go. You got to, you got to go. Yes, but when you go back from church... Why did they not clean it then and wait until the next day? I only remember, I don't remember the middle bits. I just remember that sliding around on toothpaste on lino is the best I've ever felt. And <laughs> I hope that one day I can recapture recapture that kind of joy. But if I don't, it's understandable. And you can, you, can, hide... you can recapture that joy for like three bucks at Coles. <laughs> they sell them in four packs now. Oh, look, my financial situation does not allow for that kind of um, thing at the moment. Oh, yes. We've been in a very big pandemic. Mm. We don't all have toothpaste money, Tim, from the government. Sorry. Thank you, Danny Morrison, for supporting my teeth, <laughs> which are terrible. Uh, I will go with now. Tim, you are incorrect. This is a true oh. story. Point there for Aaron. Damn. Yeah. You really think- are afraid of God. I was being awkward to put you off the scent of it being true. Acting. Played the game. Mm. I right. didn't know toothpaste would be that slippery. On lino. Ah, it's, it's more pretty... than just wet lino then. No, it's not with water. Just to, it's, look, I have not revisited it. I can't, I can't verify that this is as good as an adult. Online? I just know it was good then. On lino is where uh, Italian people go to use Tinder. <laughs> I don't understand the joke, but I want to be supportive. The dating online. is online. Online, though. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. Now, to Aaron. Danielle, yes. as a child, was obsessed 
with community safe houses, i.e. those houses with a sticker on their letterbox indicating they were safe. So one day walking home from school, Danielle just knocked on the door and said, I'm being followed. And the lady let her in and asked her if she wanted to call her parents. Danielle said, no, I'm good. And then looked around the house for a little bit, had a drink of cordial and then left. Yeah or nah? Hmm. Danielle, what we, uh, what was your motivation? I just used to have to walk home from the bus stop and it was like really hot and I didn't really want to walk the full way. Um, so I saw the safety house and thought I'd give it a gander. And then I went in and they had some red cordial, which we weren't allowed at home. We're only allowed sarsaparilla. So I was like, I'll, I'll stay here for a moment. Paul, can I just ask, say so you're in New Zealand. Do you, do you have cordial? Because not every country has cordial. What? Uh, like, yeah, like a syrup that you mix water down to make yes. juice. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I, f- I feel like maybe it's not as big a thing. Yeah. Like in New Zealand, but you can definitely get it at supermarkets, yeah. Okay, see, Aaron, you're looking shocked, but I'm t- I've done it with the American com- like do- comics, and they, ha- don't but they have like, is. but they have Kool Aid. That's cordial, yeah. Isn't but, it? that's, but it's like a powder you put in, not a syrup. Is it? Yeah, it's wow. like- the, the biggest one. The biggest one in New Zealand was Raro growing up. I don't know if you have that. It's powder based. That's yeah. like Tang. Like, yeah, it's like Tang. Um, and as ki- kids would just buy it and just eat the powder straight yeah. like it was cocaine. Mm. But oh. um, the thing I wanted to ask about earlier was like you were talking about like sea. Pods or something. I didn't know what that was, oh, a, but a seed if it's pod. boring, no, it was my. That was would have been me rushing it. A seed pod, S E E D pod, like a from a tree. Yeah, no, a oh, seed pod, like a, yeah. like a pod of seeds. It's a pod. Oh, it's got seeds okay. on it. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I was picturing that whole thing happening on a beach, <laughs> some sort of pod that had washed up. Okay, sorry. Continue. Um. Uh, Daniel, did the woman seem surprised to see you or did this happen to her all the time? I mean, she didn't seem surprised. She just seemed like it was just another day for her. Yeah. Um, and she just asked me a question. I think also when I was a kid, I talked like I was an old farmer. Mm. So um, I was just like, all right, love. <laughs> hey, so, uh, <laughs> so what was the, um, so what meant, did she kick you out or did you just decide to leave when you were done? Like what was yeah, the impetus just, to leave? I had my cordial, got um, one of them biscuits with the red bit in the middle. Yeah. And um, then I was like, all right, well, lovely chatting to you. Maybe see you around. And then I just headed off home. I'd had enough of a rest um, that I could head back out into the heat and complete the walk home. And I got to see what the safety house was like because, you know, they got the yellow stickers with the big smiley face on the side yeah. of it. Was it ever it was awkward like. when you were walking past her in the few, every day for the rest of that? Your no, schooling I lived out in blue water, so like the driveways are quite long, so I never saw her again. Oh wow. Okay. I well, mean, you shouldn't maybe she was just avoiding the ten year old who talks like an eighty year old man. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll drive oh, yeah, that, that possessed girl? Absolutely not. Not going so, to her. The one who keeps they, talking about a tucker bag. So the driveway was so long as well, so you actually like made your walk significantly longer by walking down and back that like probably like 20 meters you know just like a two acre property Mm. yeah well I think this is true because when I was a kid in Ipswich we used to drive past the safety house and I'd always be like what's it like in there I'm allowed to go in there technically I'm allowed (laughs) to go in so I think you've just like you lived I just dreamed the dream you lived the dream Aaron, you are incorrect. This is not no! a true story. <laughs> Whatever, Danielle. Did you want to, though? I've, I'd never heard of a safety house before today. Josh, did you want to? Is yeah. it because you I, wanted to? I, I, well, I was saying to my wife the other day, like, you don't see them around anymore. I'm not even sure if they, they still run the program because it doesn't seem like a good program. It doesn't seem safe, does it? No, it, it seems <laughs> way, way more unsafe than just yeah. going home or calling your parents on your phone. Like it's yeah. just, yeah, I'm going to go into a stranger's house who mm-hmm. have said, oh, yes, we want kids to come in here without their parents. Nah, you want any, any adult Wait. that helps a child, they should be doing it reluctantly. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. hate to be the guy who asks asks again what a thing is, but yeah. a safety house was it just someone's house and it was a safe place for kids to go? Yeah, on their letterbox, they would have like a little like yellow house sticker, and the house had a like a smile on it. 
And if you saw one of those, you wow. knew you could go into that house and tell them, hey, I'm being followed or I don't feel safe or I don't know where I am. Can you please call my parents or whatever it was? And yeah, wow. They were in the program that they could, yeah, come in here and we'll, we'll do that. In New, Z- in New Zealand, they didn't have the stickers, but we had a similar thing, but we called them pedophiles houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to, to stay away from. <laughs> All right, at the end of that round, the scores. Paul, you're on three. Tim, you're also on three. Aaron's on five. And in the lead now on six points is Daniel Walker. Yes. Still very close. So this is our final round. It's called Who Who, Who Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions about everyone on the panel. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Your name's your buzzers. You can't buzz in for your own ones. Here we go. Who here used to walk around with a padlock of unused keys because they thought they were less likely to lose a bunch of keys as opposed to just one, their house key? Aaron. Yes, Aaron. Paul. No, that was Tim. That was Mr. Podcasts. Mr. Podcasts. Yeah, so I, I got my first key when I was, you know, a teenager or tween or whatever it was. And I, it was just the one key. I didn't have any other keys to use. So I thought, well, I can't just carry around one key. That's so easy to lose. So yeah, that'd a, be crazy. I had, a bunch of, like, <laughs> I had some padlocks with their keys and I put... Those keys on a key ring, so I had one useful key and then three keys I, I never used. I, I imagine... And then I young, absolutely lost them. Yeah, I imagine little Tim like a janitor at a TAFE just with that big ring of like 100 keys on it and you knowing every single one and yeah. attached to your belt. Took me an hour to get in the house. Crazy. Especially when I was being followed. <laughs> Hard to run away when you've got keys jangling. They know exactly where you go. Did it make you feel powerful being like... Like you're in charge of getting people unlocked and unlocked? Uh, Aaron, you know me. I've never felt powerful at all in my life. <laughs> Sorry for bringing it up. <laughs> Next question. Who, while travelling through the United States of America, had a guy pull what this person thought was a gun on them? Tim. Yes, Tim. Paul? Yeah, you are correct. Point there for Tim. Uh, I, I assumed uh, Paul was just like, in the US, he was just like, wow, we don't have these back home. What do you call them? They're crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, what are they called? <laughs> Um, it was just his. It was just his phone, and um, yeah, he he was like, "Give me all your money," and he pulled the phone out and pointed it like a gun, and then um, and then we were like, it was me and my brother. We were like about to like obviously just give it all our money, but then he was like, "I'm just playing. Are you are you from England?" And he was just doing a gag. Was he a real robber who was just like playing? No, he was just like no. <laughs> he was just. Okay, he had like, what? Um, he had like a big limp. So I think when we got out of the car, I think my brother kind of looked at him, and he saw that we were tourists, and he just was like, "I'm gonna do a gag." Just a and, prankster, um, prankster, yeah. not a gangster. Yeah, but he shouldn't have committed to the gag. He should. Well, he should have committed. You no, know, he should have committed, and we would have. He would have made like, I don't know, some money. He should have committed to the gag by like talking to you and then saying, you guys are even great. Can I get your number? And then pull out a real gun. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Whose dentist told them they could only keep their removed teeth if they didn't take them and show them off down the shops? Paul. Yes, Paul. That's that's Danielle Walker. Yes, yeah, she, she, she brought up that she went to the shops earlier. I mean, I got him here. She loves the shops. <laughs> oh wow, she's got the teeth. Wow. Yeah, he actually let me keep them, but that's. And they look like good teeth because you weren't allowed any cordial. Yes. Mm. Was that real? Oh no, that we, seems... we did just have sarsaparilla. We weren't allowed um, red cordial in the house, but and I uh, like sarsaparilla, I thought... but you know. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking I'd much prefer sarsaparilla to cordial. I'm just it's, shocked. I'm good. truly shocked that the little girl who drank nothing but sarsaparilla got complaints that she talks like an old lady sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Keep carrying around this spittoon full of <laughs> sarsaparilla spit and people think I'm old. We're back, listeners. I went away. The power went out. Let's, let's go through this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next question. Who, instead of getting braces, went to Japan instead? Tim. Yes, Tim. Aaron? Yes, you yeah. are correct. Yes, point there. <laughs> All right. Is it that obvious? <laughs> no, I think you just mentioned that you've been to Japan in the past. And yeah. I put two and two Isn't... together. Yeah, good, good job. Thank you. Good right? job for knowing me. <laughs> I, like to, I like to remember all my friends. I remember where Josh lives, know. you know, in Dracula's yes. cave. <laughs> you know, Dracula, famed cave dweller. <laughs> Speaking of teeth. Uh, all right, next question. 
Who, after lockdown lifted, went and saw a film and were so pumped afterwards they just drove around the car park listening to the film soundtrack? Danielle. Erin. Paul. Yes, Erin. <laughs> Tim. Yes, it was Tim, yes. <laughs> I also know you, Tim. Thank you. I think that would have been an easy guess even if every single person hadn't said their name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> The, the person getting excited about movies? Yeah, that, that's a clocking. That's a uh, yeah, it was Spiral, the new Saw movie, which I had been looking forward to for two years. And then, yeah, I, I was trying to find the exit in the car park and just kept driving around listening to Hello Zep, the Saw theme song. <laughs> it was a great night. It was so good. Next question. Whose mum is claustrophobic and this person on more than one occasion would have to drag them out by their legs out from under the bed when she was having a panic attack? Him? Paul. Yes, Paul. I think uh, that screams Danielle Walker. <laughs> you are correct, yes. That is Danielle Walker. Every single time there's a Danielle one, I think, no, surely. <laughs> surely, this, surely this is just something offensive. Josh wrote. But no. No, yeah, she'd get stuck under there. And, but it was easy to pull her out because we had tiles, so she'd just slip right out. Next time, squirt, squirt toothpaste yeah. on the ground. She'll <laughs> slide right out. Oh, it's so fun, guys. Seriously. <laughs> Next question. Who's, whose family car, when they were growing up, only had three tapes in it, and two of those tapes are now artists who have been cancelled? Tim. Yes, Tim. Is that also Danielle? No, that was Paul. Put off Tim. <laughs> All right. Who's, who was it? It was a Woody Allen book on tape. <laughs> I thought I, I regret not rudely talking over you for that one Tim because I thought it would be Paul because of music that's I feel like you would remember things about music because you care about music and you make music yeah right who were the artists who, who? you were correct although although um Bill Cosby was one of them it was it was stand-up yeah oh. um but yeah I believe the tapes uh were were Bill Cosby can't remember what it was called and maybe just his like greatest hits and uh well Michael Jackson Thriller was the other one but um yeah I forgot you could tape things other than music uh, for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. Whose partner, once a fortnight, goes through their Twitter feed and makes fun of them for their Danielle. little jokes? Paul. That would be yes, Danielle. Yeah, you all, you all get a point. There's nothing yeah, yeah. I can hear more in the sound of Julia, Tim's partner's voice, than Tim's little jokes. <laughs> Listener on the show, love you, baby. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, she does that. Um, it's great that the two people in this chat who've met her knew instantly that, yeah, 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 she's vindictive. It's also on brand that she has a schedule for mm. it. Like, she's organized. She's, an or- <laughs> she's on it. She's an organized, cruel woman. I have a time. <laughs> yeah, so she, she, she would sometimes, I'm, I'm... Uh, she doesn't use Twitter that much, so she sometimes goes there and likes every tweet that I've done. <laughs> and I have to explain some of them. Uh, you know, I have to explain to my partner who I love what a milkshake duck is. Not a great uh, discussion to have in bed. And then um, if she sees I'm getting uncomfortable, she goes, is this what you want? Is this what you want? Is this engagement on your tweets, your little jokes? Is this, is this good? <laughs> I'm glad my buzzer wasn't fast enough because I was about to stick to my tactic of always guessing Danielle Walker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question then. Who used to spin on their parents' clothesline but one day fell off into a very spiky tree causing hundreds of spikes to go into their arms and back? Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul. I mean, this. I've <laughs> never heard something be more Danielle Walker. Oh, Paul, this was Erin Michelle. <laughs> oh. I'm from was, Queensland. Was it like a crabapple tree yeah, or something? Yeah, right. No, it was one of those palms where at the base of each frond, um, the, the, instead of being leaves, oh. it's spikes. So that it's spines and spikes at the bottom that That's then horrible. turns into leaves. Yeah, yeah. And the, um, the backyard was on a slope, so you'd sort of like grab onto, grab onto the clothesline where you could reach it, and then you'd swing yourself over across the, the, the bottom of the hill so yeah. your legs were free. Except sometimes you lost control and you let go and you fell on oh, a tree. A spiky tree too. Yeah. It's real spiky. Mum had to like pull the spikes out of my back within the bath with like pouring dead all onto them. Yeah. It hurts. I think we can all agree we all would have guessed the exact same thing, Paul. <laughs> yes. One thousand percent. We know we know Danielle's family is the Beverly Hillbillies. We know I'm a film dork who gets bullied by their partner 
We know the established characters. <laughs> Sorry. It's good pilots. And our final question for the game, who here once saved a man's life and afterwards the man didn't thank them but instead told them why their comedy Danielle. wasn't good? Paul. Yes, Danielle. Is it Tim? It's got to be Tim, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get the same respect uh, from my partner as I do drunken hecklers. Uh, so this was a few years ago. I was emceeing a gig in South Yarra. Didn't go great. I'm going to blame the room. Was it stand-up in the attic uh, was, or...? Okay. Yes, it was. Yep. Absolutely. Nailed it in one, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> not only did you get it, it was uh, not the best room, but also one that would have me as an emcee. <laughs> um, uh, not getting asked a lot. Uh, afterwards, I was talking to a guy in the street, and he was very drunk and had been in the show, uh, and was telling me all the ways that I had failed as an MC. And then he went to step into the street, and a car was hooning down um, at the time, and I had to leap out and grab him from the backpack and pull him back, and he, he kind of like brushed his leg as it went past. Uh, so yeah, I think he would have been, if not killed, very, very hurt. And then immediately thanked me and goes, yeah, but then you went a bit dirty early on and you lost the crowd and you didn't do much in the second bracket up the top. Really? Oh, well. In hindsight, should have pushed them. Yeah. All right. At the end of the game, the scores are... This is so creepy. Josh is just illuminated <laughs> by his phone. It looks... Out of the five people in this chat, one of us looks like they're hunting the Blair Witch. <laughs> Imagine if a witch comes and chops me. Sorry, spoiler alert, but that's great. All right, at the end of the at the end of the game, the scores are Tim Clark three points. Yes. Erin Michelle six points. Woo. Paul Williams also six points, but our winner on eight points it's Danielle Walker. Woo. Yes. Congrats, Danielle. You, you you win, so you get to promote whatever you want to promote first. Um. Okay, I'll promote uh, the rebrand of my podcast with Naomi Higgins. Um. It's called Y Two K Scrags now. Um, and it will be released soon. We were supposed to release it recently, but we had to push it back for a reason. So it will be out soon. What's What's the title mean? Uh, what? Oh, the Y2K bit. I get the scratch. Okay, bit. well, that's rude. <laughs> um, because uh, we are going to be recapping uh, reality TV shows from the early 2000s because everybody loved when we did Kid Nation. Um so we're going to go back and oh, do all great. those crazy shows from the early 2000s. Oh, cool. Yeah, Brilliant. Should be fun. Paul, where can people find you? Uh, I wanted to plug a show. Yes. Um, season three, later in the year, season three of Succession <laughs> is coming out. Uh, <laughs> I was not involved in the show, but it's a great show. If you haven't checked it out, um, season one's, uh, one and two are both available to watch. Yes, in Australia, don't know where, in Australia they're on Binge. You can watch them on Binge. On Binge. I'm currently watching oh, them wow. on Binge. Oh, it's a good show. Yes. Yeah. Kieran Culkin. What a, what a fine actor that man is. Erin uh, Michelle, where can people find you? Hey, um, you can find me on Twitter at Erin Michelle BRB on Instagram as Erin Makes Creative Choices. Um, the handle's too long to know my Twitter handle, so it's all messed up. And you can go onto YouTube and watch the web series Hug the Sun, um, which is the project I most recently wrote for. Cool. With the Ben Russell and Xavier Michaelides. Yeah, and yeah. Annie Donna. Yep. And uh, I've just seen what you've changed your uh, screen name to, Tim. <laughs> Tim, where can people find you? Yes, it's my turn for plugs. Josh Earl 2. When original daddy yes. Josh Earl left us, I had to step in <laughs> as our stepfather yeah. for the chat. Uh, you can find me on you know all the socials at, at Mr. Timothy Clark. Please give me some likes so my partner doesn't insult me in bed, <laughs> which is supposed to be our safe space. Um, I've got nothing else to plug. Uh, check out Spiral. It's pretty good. It's if you're into the Saw movies, it's the sh it's a good shot in the arm. They've got Darren Lynn Bousman back directing. Chris Rock can't act for shit, and that's funny. Check it out. <laughs> Hey, everyone, if you're in Melbourne, I'm doing my uh, postponed birthday shows. They're, both, they're on August 7, August 8. So make sure you come along. Uh, Naomi Higgins, who Danielle just mentioned, she's doing the August 7 one. So get a ticket. It's going to be fun. Also, uh, Adelaide, I'm coming across to Adelaide August 13, August 14. Hopefully I see you there. Hey, thanks, everyone, for playing. I'm going to go check the <laughs> fuse box now. Uh, this has been fun. I'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Don't you know who we were?
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.